podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Hello, listeners. Welcome to this week's uh, five-year plan podcast extra, 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 extra. Wembley, Wembley. Uh, Pod one seventy-seven uh, extra. Our Wembley special. Oh, yeah. Just, just as well, I sang that song. Then it there? is very, uh, oh, it's very convenient. Pod one seventy-seven. Is it? It's not an extra pod. It's an no. It's one seven seven extra. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, oh, right, so right, it's sort of, It's not part of it. It's so a new it, one. So it doesn't have its own number. No, oh, it's not big oh, enough to have its own number. Oh, How do we know? We haven't finished it yet. That's yeah. a fair point. That's yeah. a fair point. Travis has aged quite a lot between 177 <laughs> and 177 <laughs> extra. That's all I say. He's let himself go in the last 15 minutes between that's not the end very of that nice. That's not a very nice way to welcome James Endicott back onto the pod. <laughs> Good, ter- morning. <laughs> oh, ter- Good morning. Good morning. How a, are you? Here's a terrifying look into Travis's future, though. He's worse looking into your past, seeing what you were. It's not very nice either. My word. Let's try and get a bit more positive. That is positive. Oh, okay. Kevin Day, how are you? I'm full of hay fever, but apart from that, I'm fine, thank you. I'm the same, so I know how you feel. Andy Street? Hello. Good. Um, don't, chaps- don't ever say you know how I feel again. You don't know how I feel. Man. No, I don't. I meant about the hay fever, not oh, about man. everything. You were there. Chesham doesn't know how South London. Look, he grew up in Edenbridge. Oh, oh sorry, Edenbridge. Yeah. It's basically the same thing, different part of London. Um, so we are here. London. London. It's not London. Yeah, it is. It's on a tube line. Edenbridge. Yeah, no, like, it's like oh, okay, Edenbridge. Yeah. No, Chesham's on a tube line. Chesham's on a tube line. Yeah. Well, not really. Not. Yeah, it is. It's on the end of the Met line. Yeah, it, it literally is. It's so nine. Well, there you go. It's got, a, it's got a zone. It's got yeah, a zone. It's more like Birmingham. It's like calling Godston London. Yeah, Watford's on a tube. It's not in London. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it sort of is. Yes, you're greater, right. Where greater right? London. What greater is? London. Anyway, You've listen. Got proper hay up there to have hay fever with. The hay fever is pretty bad. It is bad. Um, well, talking of Watford, uh, nice segue, Kevin. Oh, nice. Um, we are of course playing Watford on Sunday, and that's why we're here today. We're going to oh, we're going right. to preview that game. In I our thought extra. we were just talking about the reserves game last night at yeah. Old Trafford. Well, we can we can reference that. We no, can. We can rather let's not. not. Let's not. Do that. I'm going to put as much effort into that as Saka did into playing at Old Trafford. Yeah. Okay. So I'm done. Well, before we do that, I need might to mention well, our sponsors. Well Let me big clown shoes on red notes. Let me get the sponsors done and then we can talk about Sunday's massive game at Wembley between Palace and Watford. We are, of course, sponsored by Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk and that's Vector with okay. okay. Correct. And we're also sponsored by JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Hey. Very good. Travis it's working. Travis does it well, but not quite with the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all about the timing. Can we just say one thing about last night's game, which is that mm-hmm. I think... I think 
Pardew was obviously duped by Van I think Pardew and Van Hoel had a phone call on Monday when Van Hoel went I'm playing the reserves <laughs> just I'm going to rest a few players Pardew, oh yeah I'll do that as well then. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. We, we won't be taking this really good idea yeah, yeah. Did 11 you? international every single one of them apart from the rest of an international player they played more or less their full strength team didn't they? total full strength team oh, well. and then yeah what? do we, do we care we, about I mean do we, did we would we rather like a make a wish team <laughs> five people from Croydon who aren't very well have written in to say can I play at Old Trafford well it's it's better that a team reserves lost than our full strength team yeah. losing. Cause we came through it on I mean, it wouldn't be one of those that you'd unscathed. expect to uh, get a result from anyway. It was good to see Spironi back. He played very well. Zaha made a few positive runs, and that is literally the entire match. Nothing yeah. else happened. It, it, it's kind of odd, though. It's part, yeah, we've talked about Pardew and his stubbornness and his mindset before, but for, to suddenly bung Spironi in, <laughs> yeah. totally out of the blue, having not played all season. And, and then at the, Old Trafford yeah well, completely new, <laughs> he played Trafford. very well he played really he well did play great really, completely new back I mean the thing is we did come out of it relatively unscathed unlike uh, Everton yeah and Liverpool had 37 shots on target or, or just shots on goal but if we we could have lost that game 5-0 last night in which wouldn't have been a good way to go into the it would have been great but, but did you know that ahead of this is our fourth semi-final as a club yeah. ahead of the previous three We'd also failed to score in the league game before the semi-final. No, why didn't you do that sort of research for that's, on this day? Because I saw it on or the BBS this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, he checked uh, his yeah. truth. Well, that's a good. I haven't checked his truth. Yeah, so anybody could just read anything. Didn't yeah. we lose those? So we drew with Millwall in '76. We oh, okay. lost to Norwich in in, 90, in, 90, in '90. Yeah. We drew with Villa uh, in '95, and then we lost two 0 to Man United, obviously, this year. So, so saying it literally has no bearing one way or the other. I don't, well, I don't know. I'm just offering that, you the fact, the and then fact you can make your own. Forty years ago, we, no, no, of course it doesn't. For, well, forty years ago, we did fail yeah. to score in the match before an FA Cup semi-final, yeah, yeah. so Which that's we, basically yeah. determined that yeah. we're going to win. That we're going to win all. Well, or no, lose. we lost two out of three of those semi-finals. So well, it's gone. It's gone. Lon, lon, loss, win, loss. So oh well, obviously. Form would suggest maybe yeah, we'll win. Said, <laughs> form said, over a forty-year period. Look at all the straws are there. Stop. Grab them. Go on. So now it's fifty-year period. I thought it was also well, I don't, pig up there fine can you see it I don't understand why Pardew kind of painted himself into a corner last night as well when, when Watford quite happily said now we're going to rest some players and see what the reserve is like and and Pardew went no they're not rest, we're not resting them they're, they're all give a little knocks yeah because <laughs> nobody would have minded if he said yeah. of course I'm not going to risk those players but no they've all got little knocks that will be fine yeah. for Sunday but they'll be fine for but Sunday but they'll be fine for Sunday so I've got no choice but to drop these four invaluable players or maybe that was just his ploy to <laughs> distract Van Hart could be yeah and it worked obviously a treat oh yeah but I'll don't, don't... Sahars please well, 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 well I've not got a mystery <laughs> knock why am I playing the whole game well I want a mystery yeah. knock as well don't, I'm um, invaluable aren't I it, is it, it's so mysterious you don't know where yeah, it is yeah, yeah, yeah. is no. it because of you know, sometimes players uh, managers get fined and they are punished if they if they admit they're going to be not playing their strongest team not in those circumstances not if you rest four players in a, it, it, if I mean it, it's happened before McCarthy got I mean if you if you if United were in a relegation struggle then of course you probably wouldn't say that but I think it's a bit I think he also said to Delaney, try and get an own goal in the first couple of minutes. Too. <laughs> yeah. It's a good so finish, though, wasn't it? So they Take the through. pressure off their, yeah, they their front line. They <laughs> <wasn't> <laughs> they've had a tough time. Yeah, you know, they're having trouble scoring. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're fine, they'll relax a little bit. Maybe it's just in case it goes to a penalty shootout on Sunday. Damo ah, won't get much shooting practice other than no, that. And it true. was a very good finish. And it was, it was a very great, good finish. Great finish. So, I mean, yeah. if, he, if he tucks his penalty away like that on Sunday at Wembley, I'll be delighted. Yeah, okay. must have been thinking, how's your luck? Haven't played all season. Three minutes in, I've got to do with that pole 
<laughs> okay, folks, so what I thought we'd do in, uh, in part one of this extra podcast part is we one. talk. We're going to do part oh. one and part two. Yeah, as we have done in previous extras. extras. Oh, I've never done an extra. No, we haven't. No, 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 we have. I've never done an extra. We absolutely have. We definitely have. I haven't. You have. They've been at your house. They've been at your house. No, they haven't. They have. Who? When? Anyway, what we're going to do is. It's like a random league game. I'm just a bit worried about the fact that Mrs. Day just turned around and looked really suspicious and furtive then. Who's been coming around my house and they're all in doing extras? We've done a few extras and this is how we do them. Part one. Part one. You ate bottles of Pinot Grigio down by then, so don't you talk. Right, part one, we're going to talk about uh, the FA Cup and what it means to Palace as a club. And then part two, we're going to talk about the game specifically and who you guys want to see line up. So my first question to you, Kevin, because I've actually written questions down and I've even Good, I wasn't prompted to who I'm going to ask them to. I've actually done research. So you're, can I just point out to the listeners at home that, J- James, I had to tell the young people off the other night. I was failing, looking at the stats. They're failing to engage in a conversation because they're looking at their I'm looking phone at the, all the I'm way through the conversation. The stats and now you're doing night. exactly the same thing. Well, Have you found anything interesting? No, I you? found out that May United had 71 percent Possession yeah. last night, but we had 29 throw-ins, which is good practice. I'm, just, play, I'm just playing Candy Crush. Yeah. It's no wonder your kids are out of control if you just can't. <laughs> No, but it wasn't Travis last week. It was Andy that was on his phone. I know it was. Yeah, Travis so was perfectly well behaved. Oh, okay. Jesus, that's the noise of Lendicott seeing food. Right. Okay. Pastry. Okay, folks. So listen. <laughs> let's talk about the semi-final. That is why we're here this morning to do to do that. Oh, we're going to get nothing out of Enders now for next half an hour. Right. Get a lot into it. <laughs> <laughs> Come okay. on, moving on. Oh, right, we moving get, on. We should get to the semi-final more often. It's great. We should do, yeah. Um, okay, so what, Kevin? My question to you is: yeah. for, for semi-final as a club, though, but what does it mean? What does getting into the FA Cup semi-final, potentially the final, mean to a club like Crystal Palace? Um, in a way, practically not a lot, really. It's and it's the edge is slightly taken off it by the fact that it's at Wembley. So it 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 well, it means a day of nervous tension. <laughs> but it, it means that a season that's been pretty rough for most of it has been sort of saved by this really good cup run because I think that people forget that we have played very well in this cup run and we've been faced apart from Reading with Premier League mm-hmm. teams. It's a reward for the fans more than anything else. It's yeah. it's I, I I'm really trying hard not to get too carried away until we actually get to the final because that's if, that's if, what, if if until yeah if when. <laughs> Because that's the big. I mean, that's the more important one. Yeah. Um, while it's still the semi-final, it's still it feels more important because it's at Wembley, doesn't it? it yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, so although it shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, of course no, it shouldn't well, be. Well, where would it be if it wasn't at Wembley? The Emirates. It would be at the Emirates. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like your proposal. The fa- I mean, the fact is, the Everton Man United fans are rightly upset because, of course, you need a big stadium for that semi-final. But on the other hand, they're kicking off at quarter past five, and the last trains at what quarter past seven. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, realistically, the other stadiums in the northwest, they're not going to put it at Old Trafford. They probably would. Though. No, but they the could. The fact is, the two the two semi finals at Wembley every year. I mean, the first time it was at Wembley, it's because it was Arsenal, Tottenham, and they thought mm. there was no other way, no other else to play it. But it's it's become a tradition now that fans don't uh, bizarrely don't want to play at Wembley because it feels like yeah. you're taking the gloss a little bit off, off off the final. But for both Palace and Watford, it's it's it would represent a, a really good season if they were to get to the mm. final because. I'm not going to say it out loud, but if we don't go down and we get to the women, you know, I mean, if we won the FA Cup, I don't know. Funny enough, I discussed this yesterday with a mate of mine at work who's a Hibs fan. Hibs are in the final of the Scottish Cup. Hibs have never won the Scottish Cup ever in 119 years. Wow. 
and he's even older than me, and he's already he just he just says I will cry for two days. Oh, if we actually win something physically, properly, yeah. not a playoff trophy or the Kent Cup, systems, and I will be. But wouldn't we do the same, James? Are you are you like, are you excited as as it was in 1990, or is it a bit different now? It's a bit different. It's different. It's different. I mean, Why? 1990. Well, you were playing Liverpool for a start, and Liverpool had basically been the best team in Europe for about 10 years. Yeah. And they'd been as that season 9-0, and we were the massive underdogs. Um, and I, again, you know, I can't stress enough how exciting it was just getting in the car and driving to Birmingham as well. No, I never said that. No, but it was, it was that idea. And if I remember rightly, the, the second semi-final was... Um, was on after hours and that was, was three old draws yeah older yeah, man, yeah, like, older man, man yeah. I remember listening to that on the way back it was just an exciting it was, I think it was because you're in I love going to Wembley it was great when we were there a couple of years ago for the Watford game but you know I don't know it's, I'm very very excited also you have to, you have to remember that, that the 1991 came There's just loads of croissants over there. That's yeah, what yeah. really <laughs> My <laughs> eyes are just bleeding. Let me, with I can, just have to barely lift them. <laughs> the, uh, Don't worry, I'll make it a bit lighter. The, the, uh, <laughs> also, the 1990 semi-final came after a period of real bleakness for Palace, yeah. really. The 80s were a, a rough time for Palace. Yeah. And we were just... Starting to realise what a good team couple had, had, had got. With but are we not board. in the same? I mean, obviously it's not been not been as bleak. No, really, but we're a Premier League team. Yeah, we're an established. Well, not established Premier League team, but it's. But again, the future could be as exciting, couldn't it, for Palace? Yeah, I, yes, arguably. But the, the thing is, as well, since since the last, even since the last semi final, the Premier League and the FA Cup have gone in different directions in terms of priority for just about every club. Really, the Premier League is the be all and end all for hmm. for every club that's in it, and the FA Cup isn't. Is a handsome bonus, and uh, probably less so for Watford and Palace, but it's still not the priority for the season. If you, I, I know, I know, there's a couple of Palace fans, Neil the Fish, for example, who says if you win the FA Cup, you've always won the FA Cup, mm. and you can come back from the Championship. But I think 99 percent of Palace fans wouldn't win the FA Cup if it's at the expense of going down. I wouldn't. So, well, Andy Three's got his hand up. I would. Do you? Would um, you? Yeah, I'd win the FA Cup at the expense of Premier League. See, but you're. 20 years younger than me and yeah. you've got a lot less, lot more of your life to go we've got <laughs> we've got fewer years left in the Premier League I've got really used to seeing <laughs> yeah. these our players against some of the best players in the world yes but arguably yeah. young, young, in the arguably the FA Cup might have sort of lost its specialness for the younger generation and I'm pointing at the two of us here mm-hmm. um has then, it lost its specialness? Right. Well, that's my question to Andy. What, what, what do you think? Because obviously you, you're, you're quite keen for Palace to, to win it over it's, it's, going down. It's the oldest cup competition in the world. It's something that got a lot of the generation of Palace fans who are my age into being uh, Palace fans. Yeah, you yeah. know, that 1990 run and that whole team around that era. It's still at the, the latter stages. Yeah, I, I get the fact that, you know, in the third round, people aren't bothered about it. And people, I don't think, weren't massively bothered about it other than the sort of prestige of, of the draw years ago. I think, you know, if, if you ask people to remember who we played in 1992 in the third round, there'd probably only be one friend of ours who would be able to instantly name yeah. that off the top of their head. Swansea away. There we go. So weird. The fact is that there's no there's no fan who 
is, is a Palace fan now that we're in the latter stage of the cup who's not excited about it and who hasn't tried to get the ticket to, to get to Wembley and who won't be massively excited if we can make it past Watford and make it into the final and ultimately what goes down on, on, on the record books and in the sort of list of honours is it a 10th place finish in the Premier League or is it having won the oldest cup competition in the world <coughs> I, I, and I'd say I, it's the latter I, yeah. I, 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 I absolutely agree I, I would be I'll tell you I'll be, be a tearful wreck if we win the FA Cup yeah but uh, on the other hand, in terms of establishing our future, we have to stay in the Premier League, and I wouldn't want to win the FA Cup. The trouble is, you don't get any money. Out. I know it's it goes against all the f- stuff I've talked about, you know, the, with the actual glamour of football and the honour and the dignity and the integrity. But you don't get any money for winning the FA Cup. You don't get into Europe anymore. It's, it'd be brilliant if we did it, and I would be highly delighted, and I'd be clambering up the open top bus in the middle of Croydon <laughs> on, a, on a parade that we will inevitably get wrong because that's what Palace are. <laughs> but, uh, we didn't even I, have a parade would, after a playoff final. If, if, if I had to choose between which is more important then I would, I would rather stay up than win the FA Cup but I'd rather do both. Oh, well, well we're going to stay there. up anyway. We're not, I mean, we're not going to go down. Oh, you surely. Oh, well, you've, you're surely. Like, what was the percentage, Andy? 0. It's, 0. You're now sitting around 0.02% now. Who say, you keep saying Where do you, where do you get this? Andy's mates that know this kind of thing. I've, Clever stats. I spend men with spreadsheets and stuff <laughs> and calculators. <laughs> it's football. 30 minutes after the final whistle t- last night. Two decimal places. I spent half an hour Googling <laughs> the statistical chances of Palace going. And I've got something Some, from 1970. We're going down in 1981, apparently. Well, you were using Ask Jeeves to search, weren't you? Where did you get this from? Uh, There's all sorts of analytics guys on on Twitter. They they do like all sorts of modelling. Not that sort of modelling. (laughs) Not not the sort that Edna's is into. But like the actual stats modelling. And uh, they look at like the probabilities of various what's, matches. What's our probability of winning on Sunday? Yeah, uh, oh, 50, 50, 50, 50. It's probably about probably just over Most 50 games 50 50. They're not all 50 50, are they? If Man United play, I don't know, Shrewsbury at home, I'm pretty yeah, sure it's not going to be a 50 50 shot. So okay, the bookies have got us favourites. I've got favourites. We're, yeah, we're yeah, slight favourites. We're slight yeah. favourites of all the bookies. So, Kevin, I've got a question then. Because in, in 1990. Yeah. Um, a lot of Palace fans, or certainly looking back, would have said, well, if, if we'd won that, that could have been a real catalyst for the club. We had such a great young team. Um, we could have gone on to great things. Do you think if that happened in 2016, would it be the similar situation? Oh, I, no, not really, no. I think I don't think no. it was the cup. I don't think it was winning the cup that was the catalyst. It was finishing third mm. in the league the season after. and Not being allowed in Europe. And then not being allowed in Europe. And then also Ron Nodes for reasons years later on it may have been true didn't invest in a team that could have got, so I don't think I don't think I think getting to the final was a huge boost for the, for the club then in terms of our profile I think it's, a, as, I think it's a, yeah, but I, don't, I generally don't think if we'd won the FA Cup we would have gone on to anything better than we did because we went on to finish third in the hmm. in, in Division 1 is still our highest finish and we that is, wasn't built on so it wasn't the FA Cup that wasn't built on I mean it gives you it gives you Profile, but I would, I would argue that in the last couple of years our exploits in the Premier League have given us international profile. Mm. Anyway, and, and yeah, I keep saying I would be, I couldn't be more pleased if we won the FA Cup. But it, its wider significance isn't that isn't that great. I think it's as Kev pointed out earlier on. I think it's just a really good thing for the fans. I think that's yeah. the thing. If you speak to say a fan of Wigan. That that day when they won the FA Cup a few years ago will live in their memories forever. But you know, the rest of us don't really. And that's remember. that's what's yeah, the most that's important what it's thing. about. Yeah, but I, 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 I don't, I'm not sure if it was a consolation for those Wigan fans who ended up in League One. Yeah. If you well, ask yeah, them, exactly. if, if you <coughs> ask them on a December in Scunthorpe whether the, whether that coach trip to Scunthorpe 
was balanced out by winning the FA Cup. I don't think they would say. Then over the span of our life, our Palace supporting lifetime mm. and lives, because obviously they're the same thing. You you're going to get the club is going to go up and down and up and down yeah. at some point. But mm. how many times are you going to get to go to the FA Cup final and potentially win the? Well, FA Cup? if we if we do get to the FA Cup final and I sit near Kevin Day and he is singing away abide abide with me, I'm just going to go. Just remember, Kevin. This isn't this this is. Shall we just get through the semi final first? There is that. Maybe we're getting a bit carried away. Watford. You're all willfully missing the point. I've, I've said quite clearly. I would I would be the happiest man in the world if we were to win the FA Cup. It's just that if you were to, uh, you know, and there, no one is asking me whether it's a priority. No one from the Premier League is yet to phone up. To say, <laughs> it's, it's down to you. But if uh, I I don't want to win the FA Cup, but if it costs us a place in the Premier League, and it, it, it won't. There's not. There's, there's not one. Well, the stats suggest it. Fuck the stats. Stats are boys. Okay. All right. Final question. It's, really, it's 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 brilliant. I couldn't be happier. But it's. Uh, for me, the staying in the Premier League is arguably more important than winning the FA Cup. Okay. Because, because uh, you know, if we were to lose on Sunday, I'd be disappointed, but I would wish Watford the best in the world. And then this time next season, we would have forgotten we were in the semi-final, basically. As long as we stay out. Yeah. Okay, final question in part one, Andy. Uh, would, it be, would it be poetic justice for Pardew to be the man leading Palace in 26 years after that semi-final back to, back to, back to Wembley? So this sort of make a sort of a nice sort of romanticism. Well, I'd say first and foremost, you probably want to look up the definition of poetic justice. I've probably chosen the wrong the wrong phrase. How old are you? Romanticism, I guess. I'm the youngest one here. Would it be a romantic touch? Yes, yes, it would. The romantic touch should be leading them out against Manchester United in the final. Yeah, unless we were. I mean, let's be honest. Unless we wear yellow and black stripes. There's some else. Well, there's some else. No, Palace, we will do. Which is why we lost that replay in the first place. Yeah, they'll somehow still find a way to get a dodgy keeper in and to have Mark Hughes come back and play. <laughs> I'm hoping Everton win that semi-final if we are to make it through which you know it's not, not guaranteed because Watford is still despite their recent run a very good team of course okay. yeah, well we will talk good. about Watford in the next part of this really? pod we're going oh, really? to preview the match itself and ask you guys who you want to, to line up for Palace and all who that who want to win did you say who <laughs> want to line up and all the, all the bits around Watford. he doesn't care about the FA Cup <laughs> yeah he hates the FA Cup right he doesn't part... know why we're talking about it right join us in part two we're going to preview the match itself uh, see you in a bit <laughs> Yes, listeners, welcome back to this week's five-year plan podcast extra. Extra. Oh, extra. FA Cup semi-final special FYP pod extra. Uh, sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk and that's Vector with a K. And JCIS, a global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. Different, nice, different. Okay. Um, There's a song by Hazel O'Connor called I Will. Yeah. Isn't there? Yeah, it is. Which yeah, yeah. doesn't sound anything like that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, had, look it up. She had a burning of accent. Yeah. She's still and, good um, Hazel O'Connor. Hazel O'Connor, she was a really good film called Breaking, Breaking Glass. Glass. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. <laughs> okay, good. I will. Right. Palace versus... still relevant now, that film. Yeah. About the trials and tribulations of young people in an urban environment. Good. Only they didn't have phones to look at instead of looking in the eyes during a conversation or a podcast. Good, okay. <laughs> Not how I expected part two to start, but that's fine. We've got, we've the mood got... is buoyant in FYP Towers. So I'm trying to ruin the FA Cup for us, Kevin. Okay, so Palace versus Watford. Third time we played them this season. Andy, is there anything that we've learnt from playing Watford twice this season, one win, one defeat. Well, that we, could, we went from winning the first match to losing in the second, probably not. <laughs> from the, I guess from the way they play, the way they set up their players, that, that we can take into this game. Bear in mind, we have already played them twice this season. Um, they are very, they're the sort of team that are always in your face. That was one of the things that came across in the two league matches. They won't give you a minute's rest. 
they're kind of like Bournemouth off the ball in that they press really hard they seem to have endless energy but they're a bit more direct than a team like Bournemouth so the the likes of Igalo and Dini if they're, if they're still fit and playing for match against us are going to try to make life difficult for our centre-backs and they did at Selhurst Park particularly and I'm sure they will do again at Wembley so it needs a very sort of on it performance from central midfield. I think it's great news if we can get MacArthur back for that match just to give a little bit more energy in the centre of the park. I think, you know, Jednak might be one to, to be playing just in the sort of enforcer role because they're so physical in the yeah. centre park, but you also need the mobility. And if you play sort of Jednak with Ledley, there's arguably less of that. So I think you're going to have to keep an eye on that. But they are vulnerable at the times at the back. You know, they've, they've conceded a good few penalties this season. They conceded yeah. another one yeah. again last night. We mentioned yeah. it in the pod 177 before we got to extra how they conceded two against um, West Brom. West Brom conceded another one last night again against West Ham. So they do make defensive mistakes. That they're, they're, you know, liable to to leak a goal or two. They've got Gomez who one minute will look either like a world class keeper and then can make mistakes befitting of a Sunday league keeper at times so you never quite know which game is going to come out if he's on his game he can sort of stop you scoring all day but if he's not then there are sort of mistakes to, to capitalise from but they're not a team to be taken lightly you know they've, they've probably secured safety in this league earlier than us and they've done so with some pretty decent results this season against some pretty decent teams well haven't you I think Andy's hit on something there I think the one thing in our favour is and they had a good result at West Brom but that was because West Brom missed two penalties, but since uh, Watford, in inverted commas, saved their Premier League status, they've the energy, the momentum has really gone out of their game, and they've had a run of different poor results. There's chat that Flores might be Kike Flores yeah, might, be might, be, might be sacked, and and the fact is that we because we've been on the fringes of the relegation struggle, we've still had to have that that. Fight. That fight mm. and that yeah. that impetus in our game, and I think that might be something in our favour because it's quite clear from watching football year after year that it's hard to re to regain that sort of that impetus and that energy. And I think we will go into it probably slightly sharper than they will. I think if Flores isn't set, it would be ludicrous if they did. But he, clearly, he's been talking to other clubs because he's been linked to clubs all over Europe, and he's right. not going to be manager next season. It's the sort of thing that can affect players. Yeah. So I. I, I think the bookies are probably right to make us slight favourites, but I think we all it's going to be a low-scoring game. So there are there are they are, they're, they're, they are really difficult opponents in a way. They're, they're tougher opponents than both Everton or Man United would have been. So there are similarities between that that 2013 playoff final against Watford in that we'd actually gone on a nine-game winless run yeah. before, yeah. and then we just hit form. Yeah, right. Yeah. The, we sort of snuck in, yeah. to, and then obviously played very well against Brighton in yeah. those two games. So do you think, James, actually that that maybe us having this terrible form but like Kevin says finding a bit more form in the last few games actually is kind of a perfect way to go into it oh, absolutely. Well, it's, absolutely. it's not just the, the fact that we find mm. a bit of form it's the fact that we've had to be on our game 100% mm. in every game because every game's been been important whereas for Watford it hasn't really been or clearly they're playing as though it hasn't mm. been I don't think we've had one player recently who's been on the top of their game mm. so you, you'd hope going into this you'll get Wilf and Zahar Sorry, Wilf Anzahar. Wilf Anzahar, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's looking to spread himself around. <laughs> That's what they call him at the club. One day Wilf turns up. One, one day Zahar turns up. <laughs> Good Wilf, bad Wilf, yeah. basically. <laughs> Wilf and Balassi. You get them on the wings, mowing them down that, that wide Wembley pitch. I yeah. think I think that's that for me. It's a very obvious mm. 
TV punditry, but I think you know we've got so much speed down those. We can't forget, you know, can't forget that. And if those two are on fire, and you got and you got the midfield, you got Kabai doing what he can do really yeah. well. And so you'd start Wilf on something. Yeah, without yeah, a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt. And I would, I would go, I would go hell for leather in the first twenty minutes. Yeah, and I would get Wilf. I'd say to Wilf and Blassie, get in the box as much as yeah. you can, because as we were just saying about you know them giving away penalties, I just think we've got to go over twenty minutes. We've got to scare them with our speed and the energy. And I, and I, and I think we've got a really good chance. The other thing I don't think you should underestimate is they will. <coughs> I think we're. I think we're at different ends and so presumably in different dressing rooms I don't know but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, it will be in their minds that some of their players lost to us at Wembley three years ago and that's uh, you know when you're looking at small percentages that's got to play in our favour as well I, I would think yeah. it'll be and, in their and, minds as well that they've given away two penalties against Wilf in their yeah, last absolutely, yeah. sort of, and, you know, and two matches only, away from Southampton and not only that but they, they were fans, their fans will bring a lot of colour but we will be more we'll be noisier than they are we'll be absolutely mm-hmm. so these are, they're all little tiny things that make you. It's, it's unusual for me to go into any game optimistic, but I think I do think the book is a right to make a slight favourite. Do you know we we normally seem to thrive though as the underdogs, don't we? Yeah, so that's, that's my I, only slight concern because yeah, we. I don't think we do. I don't think we're strong enough favourites to to justify that sort of worry. But the fact is that we we shouldn't be under, we shouldn't be underdogs in any game against Watford, and sometimes you have to accept mm, that we yeah. are. Uh, you know, if we we keep talking about retaining our Premier League status and, and being a bigger club, so you, you can't always you can't thrive on that underdog status anymore. We don't want to, I don't want to be underdogs. I want to be. Mm. I'd quite like the pressure of being favourites in games that we go mm. into. So I don't I don't mind saying out loud that we're slight favourites, and I think the bookies are right to make us slight favourites. That doesn't mean that we are playing a really really difficult team who've got a good chance of beating us. But I, What's, I, I, the other I, interesting thing is, Kev. The other interesting thing I've been to a few friends recently about who may potentially be in the final. And most football fans I know, neutral to any of the four teams, want a Man United Palace final. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, do think the, I do think we would be the neutrals' favourite yeah. to win the game, purely because of the romanticism of the repeat of 1990 and the yeah. Alan Pardew, you know, playing yeah. it. But, you know, it's, it's got... It's, I don't know, it's but then nothing all about yeah. Watford, but it's not, it's not a very but, gl- but glamorous place, is Everton-Watford would be a repeat of the... 84 yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Andy I think I know the answer to this question anyway but uh, given that he played in midweek would you would you give Jules the bow at Wembley well, of, of course the bow that's a word would a you start Jules would you start Jules you at take Wembley? a bow son I, I, I personally think I would um, I think it would be to be honest that's not one one not not something that I think Pardew's going to do so in, in some ways it's a little bit irrelevant but two I, I do think and it's probably going to sound a bit weird coming from me it would be a little bit harsh on Hennessy having seen him finally have two <coughs> matches in what? a row where he's been off decent whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. that's on record now yeah you said that. I like to surprise you people. You love him. Take everything else out of this podcast. I put that out on Twitter. Just I, I like to surprise people sometimes. <laughs> it would be a bit harsh on the guy when, he, you know, there's been a bad run of form for him for sort of two months and he's not been dropped. Yeah. Suddenly when he has two half-decent yeah. matches in a row, to go, oh, on your bike. Why? Yeah. If everyone's fit, we know what the back five are going to be. Yeah. And yeah. is going to start in goal. It's going to be Suarez, Ward, Dan and Delaney. It's simple as that. The only discussions are up front and, and who starts in midfield. Midfield? Who would you guys go over in midfield? Well, I think he'll start, it'll be Jedinak and Goodbye. With Panchin. With, yeah. Mm. And yeah. I think he'll, I, I'd got a sneaky suspicion he might start with Eddie Boyle. But really? Yeah. I'd I just, be very surprised with that. No, I just, I just think big match big experience he's, well, he's he, getting, he was he's not getting, very good in the big match at Old Trafford I know but he's getting, he wasn't he, he wasn't a big match at the end he's getting back to sharpness yeah. uh, Wickham's still clearly not fully fit and I just think it'll be you know he scored against Watford at, at Settlers Park 
And I just think I I I just hope that he does start with Zaha because yeah, that's a do. big conversation we had the other night. Right. And your son was very interesting about really? Zaha as an impact player or from the start. And it's worked. He's worked as an impact player recently. But you, you know, in a in a one-off game, you've got to pick your best. Team you know, I, if you're going to use it, if I say if you're going to use him as an impact player on Sunday, you have him impacting in the first thirty that, minutes. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, and it's it's not like a league game where you think, well, a point is fine. Yeah, you, it's, it's almost a like a cup to, game, isn't it? It's Sunday? almost like a cup. It's game. almost like it's a, a game, game you got. It's a game you have to win. It's a, it's a game you feel as though you can yeah, win to move on. But it feels like it should be said out loud because it's not. <laughs> yes. you know, in case Pardew's listening, it isn't. It <laughs> isn't, it isn't the listening. sort of thing where you can bring Zahara and say, okay, rescue a point, and we'll be happy with that. Yeah, no. exactly. Start with your best player. And, and, yeah, absolutely. And they they would be Watford would be delighted if the team sheet came round an hour before kickoff and Zahara's not on it. Yeah, they'd be really really happy, especially given the impact had against him in the previous Absolutely, few games because they'd be terrified of him going in and getting in the box yeah. and, the and given the alternative is Sacco well yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pardew seems to despite the fact Pardew keeps saying he didn't Sacco of potatoes yeah. I like that nice well oddly I, I think Sacco is one who is better as an impact player because of his strength and his pace mm. and if, if you want another option for 15 minutes to go I'd rather him come in on but you've got to start with your best team and Balassi and Zaha have got to start OK yeah. uh, prediction then guys James what's your prediction for Sunday 2-0 to Palace strong I like two it nil, 2 Kevin nil. I hate to get 1-0 Palace OK it's going to be close Andy Normally, I'd be the negative one and give a, uh, <laughs> a negative prediction. But given that it's going to cost me a significant amount of money if Palace make the FA Cup final for me to come back from my holiday that I've booked to see the FA Cup final, if, if it's going to happen in one year, it's going to happen in the year that I've booked that. So yeah. it, we are going to make the FA Cup final. It's, it's, it's written. Where, where's your holiday? So Vegas. <laughs> They've got TVs out there. Have not you told Jed that you're coming back for the cup final if we get in the cup final? That's not an important detail right now. Oh, you're not going with Jed? That's not you an important detail. <laughs> 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 All right, lads, if you could... Well, yeah, no, so what's your prediction? What's your, what your score? Uh, I think we're going to win 2-1 after extra time. Oh, yeah, okay. So, lads, Ooh. if you could... Uh, what, about penalty, you? what about you? What about you? I think it's going to be one... I agree with Kevin, I think it's going to be 1-0 Palace. It's going to be very close. But if you could make one bet ahead of the game... What would you What would you bet on if you could make one bet? Well, I always lose bets, so I'd bet on Watford <laughs> to guarantee a Palace win. Okay, I would bet that we get a penalty. Oh, that's a good shout. That's a very good shout. I'd bet that we get um, a throw in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't think you're going to get very good odds for that, but but at least I won't lose. Imagine if we didn't get a throw in all game. Well, we got twenty nine well, last changed, night. They've changed the betting, haven't they? Because remember, remember that scandal, that Wimbledon scandal. Remember used to, when spread betting first came out, you could you could get bets on when the first throw in would be, yeah. and Wimbledon would take the kick off and but boot it out for a throw in to go to just say win. Oh right. Yeah. So you can't bet on that. Okay. Um, anyway, um, could, I'm sure some bookies would give you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, folks, that's it. That's the end of our extra extra podcast wow. and our preview for Sunday. So that was worth getting up for. <laughs> it did fly by. It's been it's been over well, half now. Croissants well. left over there. We? Right. Well, while oh, we're going to take a croissant, we're going to get croissant bread and butter pudding for the next three days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chaps, thanks very much for joining us on the extra podcast. And um, well, can see, I just say before, on we get, before we go, that uh, copies of the Eaglet, which is the Study Centre magazine, produced by. Entirely by young people, written by, and in, all the interviews are done by mm. kids who have come through the study centre, 
there's a semi-final special edition which is going to be sold ironically in pubs all over all around the Wembley area but not, oh, by, wow. not by the young people but it's uh, it's also a chance to win a signed match ball but it's a gen- it's a, it's got a lot of uh, Palace players and man- and staff's semi-final memories of past it's Fantastic. really good so well, okay. well, get you, definitely get a copy of that and also good luck from FYP to all people running the London Marathon yeah, yeah, on yeah, Sunday yeah. before yes, the match yes, 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 both yes, to yes. those who are going to make it to Wembley afterwards and those who can't um, yeah, good yeah. luck and if you have got a sponsorship page you want us to retweet it tweet it to us and we'll retweet it so good luck it's quite an achievement to do that so well done yeah, and good luck uh, from FYP to anybody who's nominated for a BAFTA on Sunday night as well <laughs> yes yes yeah. <laughs> also quite an achievement well on that self-indulgent night yeah. right, well, I, might, okay. I don't know I might good luck Kevin I might, yeah, do, good luck, Kevin. I might do the marathon I haven't decided yet yeah. <laughs> I'll see how I feel when I get up Sunday if, if you win the BAFTA <laughs> if you win the BAFTA will you do, it, do the marathon next year uh, I'm not going to commit to that. <laughs> Come on, it's a BAFTA. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, do, I'll run 26 miles with, the, with holding the BAFTA. Yeah, uh, I, I, amazing. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm amazing. I might, just, I might just have a BAFTA on Sunday. <laughs> you'll, be full of, you'll be full of laughter, though, won't you? Oh yeah. Right, listeners. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you very much for joining us for this extra podcast. Uh, we'll see you next week after the Watford game. Yeah. And uh, enjoy yeah. Sunday. So, come on, you Palace. Come on, Palace! <laughs> what is that? <laughs> 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 I thought you were enjoying it. Enjoy 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 it. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Sports Social Podcast Network.